Do you sometimes get the sense that debates about America's role in the world are predictable and often disconnected from reality? Our new podcast tries to change that. None of the Above offers new ideas to help confront America's global challenges. Subscribe to None of the Above today. At Simple Mobile, you get the no contract advantage. Those other mobile companies make you think you're in control, but you're really not. They lure you in with shiny new phones and then lock you into long-term agreements. But Simple Mobile is different. You can get a 30-day plan starting at $25. You can also get the latest smartphones, or if you have a compatible phone you love, you can bring it. Just text BYOP to 611611 to see if your phone is compatible. It's the reliability you need when you need it. All on a powerful nationwide 5G network. With no mystery fees, no activation fees, and no contract ever. All for less money and no contract ever. 5G-capable device and SIM required. Actual availability and coverage and speed may vary. 5G network not available in all areas. 5G upload speed not yet available. Message and data rates may apply. Visit simplemobile.com slash privacy policy for privacy policy. Service plan required for activation. Terms at simplemobile.com. Freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. Free speech is under assault like never before. Freedom is under attack more now than ever before. Because radical doesn't mean crazy. Hell yes, we're going to take your AR-15. With the help of the media, big tech, and the global elite, the left is attempting to seize control of my generation. It's time to fight back. It's time to let freedom Freedom ring. Hello, how are we doing? Freedom will be ringing very soon. In the case of Kyle Rittenhouse, we'll get to that a little bit later. We have a great show for you today. I've been requested to react to liberal TikToks. Um, so I will put myself through that later on in the show. Uh, it'll be the last 15 minutes or so of the show. But let's get into really the news of the day. Well, fact check. Here, Here's the news of the day, quite frankly, is that we have a terrible president. I mean, we have a terrible president who doesn't know what's going on. We got racist bridges. We got Biden yelling at people. We got Ron DeSantis you know, yelling at the CDC. We got a lot of people yelling, but I'm not going to yell. I promise you right now I'm not going to I might break that promise, but I, I will try my best not to yell. I will give you a forewarn um, that I think some of these TikToks have some not-so-nice words in them, and I have asked the editors to bleep them out. I'm not sure if they did. We'll figure it out. Too bad this is recorded live, so you know. hopefully you don't have little ones in the car, but uh, I, I promise you that I w- if they didn't get blared, if they didn't get bleeped out, I, 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 I sincerely apologize. But let's get into it. I want to play this clip that I saw of Joe Biden circa 2007. How we end this war. And it makes a big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow the order goes out from the president, I'm president of the United States, I issue an order, end the war today, begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now, if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday. 2007, Joe Biden surely was smart. That was the 27th time he ran for president. That time it wasn't successful. He did pander enough to be able to be Joe Biden or Barack Obama, or he called him Barack America, uh, to be his vice president. And golly, I really wish I could go back in time and be like, look, look, Obama, you're going to win this thing. Please choose somebody else. Because Joe Biden has turned out to be the worst president in American history. I tw- 
I say this every day. Today I said, today is November 9th, and Joe Biden is the worst president in American history. That's 100% true. I mean, we have 500 pages of OSHA requirements coming through that thankfully have been stopped uh, in one suit out of the state of Mississippi, I believe. Uh, I think Texas also signed on to that. We also have Alabama, Georgia, and Florida signing on to one. Uh, A various amount of private businesses signing on as plaintiffs as well. So hopefully the, the court really does help us out. I think the biggest legacy we will get from Donald Trump's presidency is the amount of conservative justices and judges who were appointed who will uphold the Constitution. So that that's definitely a big, big win. But it does not solve, it does not help us with what's going on today because we have somebody uh, in the Department of Transportation who is quite frankly, who I thought was very smart, right? I, when... You know, I always try to look at the Democrats when they're running for president and say, which one would I dislike being in office the least? If there's a veteran over there, you know, Tulsi Gabbard, I probably wouldn't have disliked that as much as I dislike Joe Biden. I think Tulsi Gabbard probably would have pulled out of Afghanistan a way better way because she's been to Afghanistan in a military capacity. But we have a guy who has served overseas. He has served overseas, right? He guy went to Harvard, and this shows you that everybody who went to Harvard is not smart. I think Saki went to Harvard. And she's not very smart at all. Also, really quickly, uh, Gavin Newsom got his booster shot like almost two weeks ago and has not been seen in public since. Where is he at? We want to see him. Hashtag where's Gavin? Get that trending. But this is what your secretary of the transportation had to say. As to where we target those those dollars, you know, I'm still surprised that some people were surprised when I pointed to the fact that uh, if a highway was built for the purpose of dividing a white and a black neighborhood, or if an underpass was constructed such that a bus carrying mostly black and Puerto Rican kids uh, to a beach, or there would have been, uh, in New York was, was designed uh, too low for it to pass by, that that obviously reflects racism that went into those design choices. Um, I don't think we have anything to lose by confronting that simple reality. And I think we have everything to gain by acknowledging it and then dealing with it, which is why the reconnecting communities, that billion dollars, is something we want to get to work right away uh, uh, Putting to work. Yeah, we got to get to work to that right away. Listen, many of you are listening to this right now in your car on the way to work because you make an actual living. You don't get paid to say nonsense from the White House, as some people, not saying that that's what Pete Buttigieg gets paid to do, but that's pretty much what he gets paid to do. Listen, the bridge you're driving on right now, did you know that it's racist and it's a member of the Ku Klux Klan? Did you know that? That bridge that you are on right now, look down. Don't look too fast, though. Don't let them know. They're, it's racist. It's, it's, I don't know what to tell you. You're sitting here driving on racist bridges. Look, the left has gone completely, completely, what's the word? Uh, off their rocker. Joe Biden is completely off their off it, off his rocker. Listen, five years ago, yesterday, Donald Trump won to become the 45th president of the United States. And that's the best thing that's happened to America in the last 20 years. I'm not going to lie to you. It's the best thing that's happened to America in the last 20 years. It's very important that moving forward, that we don't just, under, we understand, listen, it's pretty clear that 2022, as long as the election's fair, will be a Republican landslide. Pretty, pretty understood that that's going to happen. But I'm tasking you with something. Make sure that the people we send up there are going to do their job. Make sure the people that we send to Washington, D.C. are going to do their job. I'm pulling up a clip right now that I should have had ready from Matt Schlapp. And he talked about this. He, he, he said that it's important that whoever we send up there does their job. Um, ah, here it is. One second. 
anybody who watches politics knows that the Democrats will really take a real drubbing next year if things continue on this course, mostly because if you look at their individual policies, which is in this new kind of socialist agenda of the Biden administration, they're, uh, they're durably unpopular. And that's a very tough thing for a party to win when you poll their issues and they're unpopular. But the Republican Party, and I'll be tough on them as well, uh, the Republican Party, when they get this majority, they have to change their act. I have a lot of respect for the fact that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer, when they get majorities, they push the agenda and they push it hard. Unfortunately, theirs is pretty unpopular for them. But Republicans, when they get power, they worry and they start fretting. Uh, and they think, well, we really can't push too hard because people won't like us and we'll get attacked in the media. And I think for those of us who uh, are going to push really hard to get these majorities back, we also expect those running the majority to change their act. I 100% agree with everything Matt Schlapp just said. I will be working tooth and nail to get Republicans elected in Georgia. We know for a fact that there are two, there are two uh, congressional seats, Georgia 6th and Georgia 7th, who will probably flip red. There's a chance GA2 could. I'll be working very hard with all three of those Republican nominees to get out the vote to win these districts. And I'll tell you what, if I am putting 60, 70, 80 hours a week into getting to flipping those three seats red, just for one of those three, if not all of those three, to future congressmen, Republican congressmen, to sell us out, that's a problem. There are a lot of Republicans elected, not you and I, you and I are smart. There are a lot of elected Republicans who believe that we really need to slow the roll, that we just, we need to affect change so slowly and, you know, we will get to it next term. Well, guess what? We might only get two years. We might, as we learned under Donald Trump's first 2017 and 2018, you may only get two years to actually get something done. So you might as well get it done as soon as you can, right? We were one vote away from having health care uh, for, for getting rid of Obamacare. Didn't happen. And a lot of people put that on John McCain. There were two other senators, Republican senators, who voted no on that too. Lisa Murkowski, who's up for re-election this time, and Susan Collins. Now, if you live in Alaska, please run against Lisa Murkowski. I'll donate to you. But what I'm getting to is it's very important that we get people who are going to get elected but are actually going to understand that the people who are going to watch the media and going to listen to, hey, whoever passed this bill is racist, those people weren't voting for you anyway. The left wasn't voting for you anyway. Because the Republican side of the aisle is very popular right now. We'll play another clip via Match Slap because, you know, he's he's been great here recently. Uh, he was on C-SPAN, and, you know, this this is about, um, this is about, Minneapolis. Most Republican candidate almost winning. Issues were different than Virginia there or the same? No, I think it's very similar. I think, um, you know, it was a race that wasn't covered by the media, which is interesting in politics. So I think what it showed you is, is that New Jersey is a state that uh, Republicans uh, have won recently. Obviously, Chris Christie was a two-term uh, governor. Um, uh, New Jersey offers some hope. But I think the real story is in Jersey, in Virginia, but across the country. Think about Minneapolis. Uh, there was an effort to uh, have a ballot initiative to defund the cops. In the city where George Floyd died, that failed uh, because people realize even black community, people of color, they need cops. They want to 
they don't like this spike in crime. So I think the themes in New Jersey were very similar to these themes across the country. And close race there. Right. Yeah. Because voters are looking at the Biden administration and understanding that we don't want them running our lives. It's pretty simple. Because guess what? Again, another match slap clip. He was doing great work on C-SPAN. The Republican Party is the party of civil rights. I'm going to play this. This will be the last one. I promise this will be the last clip I play for Match Lab. We think the strategy, yes, we should fight racism in America, but we shouldn't fight America or America's founding. And we should acknowledge the fact that we've gone through these civil rights struggles in this country. It wasn't perfect. A lot of people died. There's great tragedy associated with all these things. But we ended up on the correct side of history. We got rid of slavery. The Republican Party led the way. Uh, we gave full uh, civil rights to the former slaves. We passed three amendments to the Constitution, all led by Republicans, by great Republicans like Abraham Lincoln. And that forwarded into giving women the right to vote uh, in the 1920s. That was a Republican effort. The Republican Party has a proud tradition of giving rights to people that Democrats did not want to give rights to. And now the strange thing in our modern or postmodern context is there's an attempt to change that history to turn conservatives and Republicans into the effort to try to deny people rights. You just had. The I think he's 100 percent right. This is why Republicans need to fight tooth and nail against critical race theory. I'm going to let him finish. The secretary of state from Georgia on the show and in the state of Georgia, black turnout in the most recent election was at historic levels. It was at levels that equated uh, to other communities. So there's no attempt to stop people from voting. There's just a desire to follow the rules. And when it comes to these schools and these school boards, the Department of Justice, the Biden Department of Justice, I'm so disappointed in our attorney general, should not call parents raising concerns on gender and covering up rapes, which happened in Virginia, which is a fact. They shouldn't call those parents domestic terrorists. And they shouldn't start investigating those parents. And by the way, the DOJ shouldn't just go after people that have Trump's politics or support Donald Trump. The DOJ should go after crime. They shouldn't go after a political opponent. Yeah, rocket science, right? Shouldn't go after political opponents. Look, the GOP has a history of being the one who is right when it comes to these issues. When it comes to civil rights issues, when it comes to the to you having your constitutional rights granted by God and guaranteed by the Constitution, the conservative Republican Party ha is the party of making sure those rights are upheld. Plain and simple. Plain and simple. I'll point granted. A couple of days ago, at Mar-a-Lago, Donald Trump hosted, uh, I think it was called Spirit of Lincoln Dinner, where he invited a lot of the openly, uh, they called themselves log cabin Republicans. Richard Grinnell is the de facto leader of the law cabinet Republicans because he was the first uh, cabinet level official who uh, was openly homosexual. Donald Trump is the first president in American history, this is a fact, to have an LGBTQ movement to get him elected. He was the first president, and this is a fact too, to be the first president who was for gay marriage before he was in office, way before he was in office. Back in the 90s, he was saying it. Back in the 90s, he was saying it. He was saying that he uh, supports same-sex marriage. He was saying it. But we 
on the right have seeded this issue. We have seeded this issue. We have said that, oh, you must, <laughs> you must be able, you know, if, you, if you're a minority, you must follow the left. That's just plain, plainly not true. It's not true at all. We have, we have seeded millions of voters. You know what the fastest growing voting block right now in America is? It's not the African-American community. It's the Hispanic community. The Hispanic community is overwhelmingly Catholic and overwhelmingly pro-life. We need to start reaching out to these people because if we don't start reaching out to these people, we don't start reaching out to young people, our party's done. Because we have people, and this is the easiest time, right? Because you want to know who is leading the charge? Joe Biden. Joe Biden is leading the charge on the other side. Listen to what he just said to a reporter. Where do you stand? You said last week uh, that this report about uh, migrant families at the border getting payments uh, was garbage. No, I didn't Uh, say that. Let's get it straight. You said everybody coming across the border gets $450,000. So the number was what you had a problem The number I was referring to. Okay. Now, here's the thing. Sure. If, in fact, because of the, the outrageous behavior of the last administration, you coming across the border, whether it was legal or illegal, and you lost your child, you lost your child, it's gone, you deserve some kind of compensation, no matter what the circumstance. What that will be, I have no idea. I have no idea. But you're okay with DOJ negotiating settlement. What happened? What happened to the kids? Seriously, what happened to the kids? Because apparently they just disappeared. Look, I posted a graphic uh, yesterday on on Instagram and on Facebook. It has a picture of a a girl crying because her parents came illegally and she was separated. And she's crying on the news. It's the worst thing since sliced bread. Best thing, uh, whatever. Then I also posted a picture as well that had a young man, can't be more than four years old, saluting a casket with a with a with a flag draped over it. And I don't know if you know what that means. That means that his his father died. And it says he was separate he was separated from his father who defended the nation. The left's more worried about the kids on the other end. Whose parents came illegally. That's who they want to fight for. And you think they don't want to give them the right to vote. You think they're just pandering to them because they can? No. They know one day they'll be able to vote. They know one day they'll be able to vote. And if the right doesn't start fighting against this, it's crazy. I have some breaking news. Ron DeSantis yesterday announced he's running for re-election. Big surprise. Big surprise. But he also said something uh, the other day that I think really should be talked about. And, th- and this is it. A year and a half ago, we started with 15 days to slow the spread. And, and now it's gone to get jabbed or lose your job. And today's OSHA rule, a uh, very long time coming. We were, we were waiting for it uh, that was issued. If you look at it, uh, here it is. It's almost 500 pages. And so we're supposed to be a government of laws, not a government of men. Uh, this is 500 pages of a government of a bureaucracy, a government that is being run by executive edict, not in accordance with the typical constitutional processes and uh, the state of Florida is going to respond 
and we will combat uh, the OSHA rule. As soon as it's published, uh, the state of Florida will be joining with Georgia and Alabama, as well as private plaintiffs, uh, to file suit. Uh, this is a rule that is not consistent with the Constitution and is not legally authorized through congressional statutes. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah. No, he's 100% right. The rule that everyone is, that everybody wants to cite is not even legal. But, but, nobody's fighting it besides the states I mentioned earlier. And thank God they are. Because you see the left, the left could care less whether or not you and I, real, quite frankly, even survive. You know, not, not the moderate left, not your neighbor who voted for Biden because he couldn't stand Trump. Not that guy. The people in charge. The people in charge. The people in charge can't stand Trump. Now, some good news to end out today is that it appears Kyle Rittenhouse will probably not not be convicted of uh, of murder or the gun charge, which we talked about the gun charge yesterday. So I'm going to play this clip from the actual hearing. Of you, yes? Yes. Okay. Um, that's Mr. Rittenhouse? Correct. Okay. Now, you'd agree your firearm is pointed at Mr. Rittenhouse, correct? Yes. Okay. And once your firearm is pointed at Mr. Rittenhouse, that's when he fires his gun. Yes? No. Sir, look, I don't want to... Does this look like right now your arm is being shot? That looks like my bicep being vaporized, yes. Okay. And it's being vaporized because you're pointing your gun directly at him. Yes? Yes. Okay, so when you were standing three to five feet from him with your arms up in the air, he never fired, right? Correct. It wasn't until you pointed your gun at him, advanced on him, with your gun, now your hands down, pointed at him, that he fired, right? Correct. Well, that's a pretty open and shut case if I've ever seen one. That's a pretty open and shut case if I've ever seen one. First off, I want to talk about how awkward that must be with a guy who you just tried to kill, who ended up, you know, beating you and, you know, shooting you uh, because you tried to kill him, is now on on trial for assaulting you. I actually, I don't think that's a crime, but uh, I don't think that, that that's what he's charged with. But anyway, with, with, with the murder of, I believe, two others, and you have to go and pretty much speak in his defense. That's awkward. But nonetheless, nonetheless, it appears Kyle Rittenhouse will be getting off, as he should be, because he didn't break the law, as he should be. Almost 90% of women have cellulite. And guess what? It's not their fault. We don't choose cellulite, but we can choose a different way to treat it. Meet Quo, Collagenase Clostridium Histolyticum, AAES, the first and only FDA-approved prescription injectable for moderate to severe cellulite in the buttocks of adult women. This non-surgical treatment is injected by an aesthetic specialist in 10 minutes or less. Individual results may vary. Do not receive if you are allergic to any collagenase or ingredients in 
quo or have an infection at the treatment site may cause serious side effects, allergic reactions, including anaphylaxis and injection site bruising. Seek medical help right away for any signs of allergic hypersensitivity. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions. If you have a bleeding condition or take medicine that prevents clotting. Most common side effects include bruising, pain, hardness, itching, redness, discoloration, swelling, and warmth at the injection site. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. If you're ready to get to the bottom of your cellulite, learn more and find a specialist at Quo.com. All right, so today we're going to be reacting to some liberal TikToks. So first, we're going to start with this one of a teacher telling her students that she has to wear a mask. Let's watch. Can I say this one last time? Everyone cover your noses because I am not getting COVID because I want to see Harry Styles in concert next month. Everybody cover the nose. I swear to goodness gracious, if I get COVID the week that I'm supposed to see Harry Styles, I don't know what I will do. But I don't want to, I just, I just don't, I don't even want to think about it. Cover the nose. Can I say this one last So whether you like it or not, this lady is teaching your students. This lady is teaching your kids. And so she's going around saying, you know, cover your noses. I got to see Harry Styles. Listen, if you're vaccinated, there is no reason that you should be afraid of literally anything. If you are vaccinated, the likelihood that you will pass away due to, due to the coronavirus is zero to none. I mean, she looks younger. She looks like she's probably in her late 20s. She's teaching a bunch of high school students who are looking there like, what the heck is going on? I want to go home. They don't care. Um, these people are teaching your kids. So, yeah, private schools don't seem like a bad idea. Okay, so it appears we found a, a second one, a, a follow-up, where she is walking around on my way to get my faculty photo. with a Harry Styles. She's taking a Harry Styles picture, a cutout, to get her faculty picture. This is, this is a, this is, she's teaching your kids. I'm also pretty sure Harry Styles is like 22. So, okay, well, it appears we have her for a third time. So let's watch this. All right, so for today's do now. Terrible because I have to watch this. If I had this teacher, I would probably have dropped out. To be honest, I am a little over pretending to have empathy for conservatives who created their own mess. I found out this week. You're the reason I got to pay $4 a gallon for gas. I don't want to hear this. That my dad is retiring a few years early, which on its own is not a big deal. But the reason I found out is because my mom told me that Christmas is canceled, which is also fine. I didn't want to have to get them gifts either. But the reason Christmas is canceled is because they are going to be broke. And the reason he's retiring early is not because he wants to. It's because his job is going to require the vaccine. And he How is this a problem we created? I don't see one Republican requiring the vaccine. This is a problem you created. You don't deserve Christmas presents. I hate to tell you, Savina way, whatever that means, you don't deserve Christmas presents. Your dad does not want to get this medical procedure. And because of that, because he doesn't want to get it, he's going to have to retire early. 
which means he can't afford to get you Christmas gifts. You know what? You don't deserve Christmas gifts. And he's refusing to do it. So you would rather be dead ass broke than get a safe and effective vaccine. Safe and effective for most people, not all people. Just saying. And as she's telling me this, I'm trying to be as supportive as I can and understanding as I can. But I just don't care. If I don't care about you. If happening to you because you're not getting the vaccine, that's on you. I support your choice to not get vaccinated. But get vaccinated or stop complaining. The way I see it, those are your options. The way I see it, your options are to either major in gender studies basket weaving or get a good paying job because you majored in an actual major. That's your problem, not mine. I'm not paying your student loans because you went and studied underwater basket weaving at New York University for $70,000 a year. That's your problem. Your dad worked his entire life to put you through school, and it turns out that he, he sent you to some bad schools. I remember once when liberals fought against government tyranny and government intervention. I guess that those days are long gone. Future that Democrats want. Let's watch this. I want to talk about something kind of controversial that I've been thinking about. I think all kids over the age of 12 should be able to get vaccinated without a parent. If you can buy condoms, you, you can go on birth control, if you can get the HPB vaccine in some states without parental consent, you should be able to get preventable disease vaccinated, like mumps, measles. The left, and they don't realize they're doing this, literally want to turn the government into your child's father. That's what they want to do. They want to turn the government into your child's father. And they know by doing that, you'll be forced to, I don't even know, but let's keep watching because I'm sure it gets better. Point of contact. Here, here, here's a little bit of information. A lot of people always ask me for, for tidbits and stuff. If a Democrat thinks it, do the opposite. Measles, COVID, the flu. I've even heard of 20... 20- three-year-olds not being able to get vaccinated because their parents are like super religious which is a 23 year old can't get vaccinated because their parents are religious you don't have to show insurance to get a vaccine you literally just show up and show your driver's license don't know how that's not racist because voter ids are racist but that what are you talking about stupid religion shouldn't stop you from getting vaccinated oh there it goes i bet this girl's not religious i i I bet this girl is not religious. Um, There's a lot of religions that have a lot of crazy things. For instance, Mormons. Love Mormons, right? No problem with Mormons. Um, I'm drinking iced coffee right now. Black because I'm conservative. And Mormons don't do this. They don't drink caffeine because it goes against their religion. So I think that drinking caffeine is... If you don't do that for your religion, not getting some medical procedure for your religion is really understandable. Because again, this iced coffee, or I guess it's cold brew, delicious. Absolutely delicious, right? Mormons don't do it because of their religion. Now, I respect pretty much, you know, there's some things that are like are fake religious things. You know, like you can't say my religion allows me to sacrifice people. That's a little overboard. But not getting a vaccine because of a religious thing? I have friends who who are truly devout, uh, devoutly religious, and their religious beliefs state that they don't, they should not get this vaccine for whatever reason. I support that. Sorry, is there a way we can like 
rally together and start some sort of movement to allow kids to get vaccinated without their parents' consent because that would be a game changer. Can we start a movement to replace all people who think like her with the people in Hong Kong two years ago who just really, really wanted freedom? I will buy this lady a first-class seat to Cuba. Just saying. Anyway, let me know what you think. I think you're stupid. I want to talk about... I think she's stupid. Let's go to the next one. This one apparently is going to tell us how us getting vaccinated will solve the supply chain crisis. So let's, let's watch. And so the question is, as we move out of COVID, we know that that has been creating these supply chain bottlenecks. I mean, and it, that includes in the fuel sector as well. And so the Energy Information Agency, which is in the Department of Energy, has its forecast for the winter coming up uh, in two days. And we'll be looking to see what the prices are looking like there. But know that the, uh, all of the economists uh, that the president has been relying on suggest that there is a transitory nature, nature to the inflation uh, problem as we move through the... Okay, first off, that's not true. And let me tell you why. If it was transitory, why would the raise for Social Security be exactly what the transitory inflation is? Transitory inflation, for those of you who don't know, is inflation that really uh, won't stay for a while. It could be caused by... You know, let's say, for instance, the uh, the, the earthquake in um, in Japan back in 2010 or 11 caused transitory inflation because for a short period of time, stuff couldn't get in or out of Japan because you know, obviously you have a bigger issue. Um, that's transitory inflation. What's happening right now is not transitory inflation, but the, the pandemic, and we want to make sure that we get everybody vaccinated so that we can unclog the bottlenecks that that we've been seeing. If you want to unclog the bottlenecks, this is quite. I'm a college student, go to the University of Georgia, go dogs, number one team in the country. If you want to stop COVID, right? Or if you want to, sorry, if you want to stop the ability, uh, if you want to stop the bottlenecks that are happening right now, the easiest way to do that, let the ports go 24-7, quit requiring truck drivers who spend literally all day alone, their 14-hour working days alone, let them just be by themselves and not have to be vaccinated. Done. It's solved. Also, the unions aren't hearing. Let's see what she's saying. In fact, I will fight for you to have your religious liberty and practice your Christianity. I believe in that. I don't believe in Christianity, which means that you do not get to dictate the way I live my life based on your religion. I don't care what the Bible says. No, we know you don't care what the Bible says. You have every right in the world. All those women who identify with your religion have every right in the world to not get an abortion, to not take birth control, but they do not have the right to dictate my life and what I decide to do with my body. I don't care about your goddamn religion. I'm so tired of having nonstop conversations about what the Bible says. You live your life in the way that you interpret the Bible. Again, I don't care. But you don't get to take the Bible and tell me, well, the Bible says this in this chapter of this verse. I don't care. No, we, okay, so go back so we can see her face because she's not very smart. She's smart. She's just misinformed. Look, I think she's right on certain parts of this. I think Ben Shapiro has a really good way of doing this. There are good, good ways to argue the pro life cause without arguing in favor without arguing what the bible says there are great ways to do it right and so 
many people on the pro-choice side aren't religious because I was talking to somebody the other day because I'm working on a book, um, and he said that you would think that that would be the one issue that would make every Christian become a Republican. But with that being said, many people don't understand that this is not a religious thing. Life is not a purely religious thing. A lot of the, the intrinsic value of life that we perceive comes from religion, sure, but it's not a particularly religious issue. And with that being said, what I think we should have been doing is, you know, we this is my argument. And this is a an argument that is not religious in the in the in any extent even though I'm very religious. I come from a long line of pastors or traveling Baptist pastors. We should be arguing that we consider our life over when the heart stops beating, so it only makes sense to consider our heart to be our life to begin when the heart starts beating. Just my opinion, my personal opinion. Again, I'm very religious, but some of the biggest pro-life advocates I know aren't Christians at all. But let's keep going. The Bible and tell me. Okay. Well, Bible- and if you're offended, mm, you should be because you're fucking ugly. That's what I thought you said. Now let me offer this as a rebuttal. Oh, okay. Well, I did not see where that was going. I thought that, um, so it appears this person is a liberal in saying that if you're a conservative female or male, you are not attractive. Um, I thought it was support all women and guess, unless it's a woman you don't agree with. Um, that's just what I thought, but let's keep going. Yeah. Okay. All right. I've seen this guy's videos before. These guys, this guy's videos are very, very funny. Some, uh, policies Biden's going to have. Yes. So he's going to have um, opportunity zones, which are basically going to give tax cuts and job opportunities to black communities. He's actually going to give $500 billion to black communities. And he's doing this first step back, which is basically going to help people come out of jail and uh, transfer better to uh, society. And also, um, reduce sentencing for like low you know minuscule sentencing like marijuana for instance you guys support that yes let's go because those are actually um trump's policies Uh, 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 uh. (laughs) oh okay i love this guy so what he does is as you just heard he will go and he'll be like oh do you support insert what he just said like the first step act right and they'll go yeah that's a great idea that's amazing Oh, that's actually something that Trump championed going, you know, because Biden did the opposite, right? Biden signed the crime bill. He's very proud of it. I saw a video the other day. Dude's hilarious. I love that dude. I see, If you're watching this, which I'm not sure if you are, if you're watching this, dude, you're amazing. Comment down below. I want to buy you steak sometime, but let's keep watching. That awesome. Okay, so let's watch. Let's let's watch this. Moment where you have to work a job that you hate so you can pay bills. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to stop that there. Um, but basically, yeah, you have to work. I mean, that's, that's a part of life. You have to work. I mean, I've worked jobs that I don't like now. I'm finally in a position to where, you know, I can, you know, support myself because, you know, I worked and put myself through those terrible jobs to get to the point where now I can actually, you know, focus on, on bringing this to you guys. So if you own a boat like that or like that, you're getting guillotined first. Okay, so this is a big problem, and this is something that CJ Pierce and I were talking about not too long ago. Um, I don't want to destroy the rich. I want to meet the rich, figure out how they were rich, and become rich. That's what I—that's my goal, right? I want to be Warren Buffett. Absolutely, I'd be the coolest—I'd be the coolest billionaire in the world. I just, quite frankly, have to tell you that. But with that being, I'd be Batman, by the way. But with that being said, 
the left sees the rich and goes, you must die. Like, you must, you, you got to get guillotined, like this guy said. The right sees the rich and says, how can I become you? How can I do what you're doing? All right, so there I go. I, I had to watch, like, 15 minutes of liberal people. I lost brain cells, quite frankly. I, I, I'm going to go sit and, sim and just random lectures right now to gain some brain cells back. Almost 90% of women have cellulite. And guess what? It's not their fault. We don't choose cellulite, but we can choose a different way to treat it. Meet Quo, Collagenase Clostridium Histolyticum, AAES, the first and only FDA-approved prescription injectable for moderate to severe cellulite in the buttocks of adult women. This non-surgical treatment is injected by an aesthetic specialist in 10 minutes or less. Individual results may vary. Do not receive if you are allergic to any collagenase or ingredients in Quo or have an infection at the treatment site. May cause serious side effects, allergic reactions including anaphylaxis and injection site bruising. Seek medical help right away for any signs of allergic hypersensitivity. Tell your doctor about all your medical conditions, if you have a bleeding condition or take medicine that prevents clotting. Most common side effects include bruising, pain, hardness, itching, redness, discoloration, swelling, and warmth at the injection site. Ask your doctor about all possible side effects and for product information. If you're ready to get to the bottom of your cellulite, learn more and find a specialist at Quo.com.